This is Dubai Eye 103.8. Your top five guide to getting ahead in business on Starting Up. And a warm welcome to the Dubai Eye Studio. Brad McMeckin is the director at Evolution CBS. Now, they offer M&A advisory services and apparently they help to sell an average of 73% of businesses taken to market. That is an impressive three times mm-hmm. industry standard. So warm welcome, Brad. Thanks for coming in. Great. Thank you. Thanks for really having me. Really nice to have you on. Now, lots of people are familiar with the kind of thing that you do, but just explain in a nutshell an M&A advisory service to someone who perhaps isn't so familiar. Well, basically what we do is we help business owners sell their businesses. So owners like to think they can do it themselves quite often. And, and what they don't realize is the amount of work that uh, it takes to do it. And they don't realize the emotional roller coaster that they're about to, about to enter. And what we do is we act as the buffer between the owner and potential purchasers to take that stress and take that uh, emotional roller coaster away from them so that they can be rational about the decisions that they're going to have to make Uh, when the time comes to sell their business. Okay, so you have um, 73% or an average of 73% of businesses taken to market, which we've said three times industry average. You've talked about the fact that you play the buffer role. Does that mean you have a wide range of people out there that you're connected with already that are looking so that when you do come across a business, you can help perhaps match them in the right direction? We do do that, and and that is the typical approach uh, in this market for for selling a business. But we're a little bit different in that respect in that we actually have a team of people that are dedicated to researching and and marketing the business. On average, we'll find at least 70 potential targets for our businesses, some of which are you know, personal personal contacts in our network, but the vast majority of them are businesses throughout the, the, the world, actually. We'll scour the planet to find potential targets. And, and typically, there are companies that we know are looking to make acquisitions or would be a good fit for the particular client that we've got. I mean, Brad's going to be really happy here because I completely agree in, in the importance of a company like Evolution CBS. Uh, if you're looking for someone that wants to buy you, the first thing they're going to be probably looking at is that you are not distracted, that you're running your business to, to run it properly. You're not running it to sell it. You're not stripping out that car so that it Absolutely. goes fast once around the around the lap. So you've got to, guys, entrepreneurs out there, show that you're focused on running your business first and foremost. And that's where someone like you comes in. You can put Put that part of it in a separate compartment. Absolutely. And, that, and that's really important that the owner does not get distracted throughout the sale process. They need to run their business as if it's just going to continue to operate. And they have to stay focused on that. Yeah. And the other part of it, I suppose, is that we that we forget is sometimes, you know, we, we get a little bit too close to the coal surface. We get a little bit too close to our business. And so when someone such as yourself comes in, you're looking at us and saying, hey, what about this? What about that? Asking some difficult questions that makes you run your, your, your business more more professionally. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and Brad, one of the things, we're going to get into your five top tips, which right. I think are really important. But before we get into them, uh, there's a couple of things that you must get asked a lot. And these two in particular are questions you know that you get asked all the time. So I'm going to ask you uh, about how you sort of approach these because you want to help people, but you kind of need to throw in a bit of honesty and realism too. So when people come to you and say, what's my business worth? How do you sort of break it to them gently that their estimate perhaps is a million miles away from uh, what the truth might be? Yeah, and and we encounter that ninety nine point nine percent of the of the potential clients we that we meet with, and, and that question's a little bit like asking you know how long is a piece of string? Yeah, uh, it it really depends. Uh, it really depends on your business, and you, know, you can get a valuation done, and there's there's 
you know, the market is full of very competent people that can, that can give you a valuation. And, you know, they'll, they'll give you a 50-page report that will go through a market analysis and a competitive analysis and a, and a you know, competitive ter- or relevant transaction analysis and give, give you a range of, of values. And, and that's great. And that at least helps set the stage in, in the mind of the owner as to what their business is worth. Um, but at the end of the day, what it really boils down to is how many different bidders can you get at the table? Because if you're only talking to one party, you are not going to get the best value for your business. You need to have at least two, ideally three or four parties at the table and all bidding for your business. And we'll, we'll run a bidding process. Purchasers don't like that. They hate to be in that situation. But the reality is that's our job. That's, we're here to get you the best price for your business. So, um, so what we'll tell them is really valuation, the numbers aspect of it is important, but it's the answer to the second question that, that really answers all of that. And, and the second question is, how do I know uh, when my business is ready to sell? Because if your business isn't sellable, it doesn't matter what those numbers are. It doesn't matter you know, whether it's worth 10 million or 50 million. If your business isn't in sellable shape, it's not, it, it doesn't matter what the valuation of your business is. Interesting. Okay, let's get straight into these tips. Number one. <laughs> now, this is something Neil raised early on, and it's something that you take very seriously. Plan your exit early. Absolutely. You, you actually need to start planning your exit from the moment you start your business up. Uh, because if you do it that way, you'll make the right decisions as the process goes along. And, and your business will be ready for sale at any point in time once you reach a certain stage. And when you get that phone call out of the blue where somebody says, hey, I'd be interested in having a look at your business. You've, you've caught my eye and, and we'd like to you know, talk to you about acquiring you. You're ready to do so. If you're not ready for that, it doesn't matter how many people approach you. You, you, you simply can't, you can't progress. Okay. Number two. Now, this is all about getting rid of Neil. Reduce the business's <laughs> reliance on the owner. Absolutely. It's, it's the number one reason why businesses don't sell. You know, you can, you can go out and get that valuation that says your business is worth, you know, 30 million dirhams. But if you are the person that holds all of the key customer relationships, you hold all of the key supplier relationships, you make all of the strategic decisions, all the investing decisions, you make all the operational decisions, you do all the hires and you sign all the checks... Who's going to buy that? Yeah, I think I read the definition of management as results through others. Absolutely. So you've got to let go. You've, you've got to, to you've got to delegate. You've got to let people make mistakes. But how easy is that in practice? I know we're talking about this, and it's really great advice. But how easy? Well, is Natalie, that? you, you know, just un- you just answered a question that I thought I was going to have to about freelance visas. So clearly, I'm doing it. I saw your face, so I thought I'd better give it a try. <laughs> um, this next one, though, is very interesting. Number three. Have a large customer base, and this is applicable to almost any kind of business. Absolutely. Nothing worse than having a business where you've only got three customers and, and each one of them making up 30, 40% of, of, of your revenues. Um, that's a risky proposition for any, any purchaser that comes along. So you want to have as many customers as possible. You want to build that base over the years as large as possible. In fact, what we, what we look for on average is we like to see no one particular customer more than 5% of your total annual revenues. I think this is risk mitigation, right? Absolutely. Which is, and, and that's the combination of, of being able to diversify, but also focusing on what you're good at. Absolutely. Is, so it's and, a juggling act. And if you combine number one or number two with number three, and you're, you, everything's with you, and you have all the customer relationships, and you've got three customers, do you even have a business? that can be sold at that point in time. You don't at that, at that stage. Okay. 
Number four. This is all about having properly staffed and trained finance teams. The people that hold the purse strings make sure they're talented. Absolutely. You, you need to have a properly staffed, properly trained finance team. Now, you, you don't necessarily need that when you first start out. Um, you know, everybody's, when they start out, is resource constrained. They don't have, you know, the money and whatnot. But as you as you grow the business, you need to make sure you've got proper proper people, proper the, properly trained. You, you know, don't have the receptionist do the books sort of thing. You need to have a properly trained accountant do your books. And as you grow and become bigger and you need a larger finance team, and you want to have a, a senior finance person in there, you want to have somebody that will actually act as an advisor. Yeah, right. I'd expand on that. As more and more businesses that are listening to this show are, are all about knowledge, it's not a, a particular product, it's knowledge, you need to have your heads of department who are tied into the business Absolutely. and motivated for the business to succeed and exactly. want to stay long term. And, and you need them to have a little bit of pushback too, you know, the, to challenge the decisions that are being made. I mean, as the, as the owner of the business, you have ultimate say and you can override them. But you want to have somebody challenging you and, and making sure that those decisions are, are, are the right choices. My team sent me a, a little uh, email yesterday saying Microsoft have said that the four-day week is much more effective for you. So I think we should listen <laughs> and we will react somewhat slowly. We, we've pitched this to George as well. You should have a word with him. Okay, finally, this tip number five is the million-dollar, hopefully, question. Number five. Okay, so when to sell? When should you sell? You should sell when your business is performing well and when there's upside on the table for the purchaser. At the end of the day, the purchaser is buying the future. They're not buying the past. They're not buying the present. So if you're waiting until the market downturn or you're having a bad year, it's not the right time to be selling your business. Sell into the uptrend. Okay. Um, I would quite like to get your thoughts on this, Brad. We, we've talked a lot about LinkedIn and the new open for business feature. Is LinkedIn something, um, uh, uh, Evolution CBS that you guys use? Is that something that you find a useful tool? Absolutely. Yep. And, and what yep. kinds of areas is it good for you? Because we're hearing from lots of people listening. Some people find it great for selling. Some people find it great for hiring. So in what way does it generally tend to work for you guys? For us, it, just like today, you know, you, you go out there and you, you give advice. You, you, offer, you offer something to people that, uh, that they can use that, uh, that's of value to them. I mean, you know, we don't, uh, we don't charge for hourly, uh, hourly consultations. We, you know, we'll, we'll meet with business owners for free and we'll, we'll give them free advice because it's about giving at the end of the day. So uh, LinkedIn is a great way to get content out there, get advice out there to, to really help people in, in the decisions they're making. I suppose LinkedIn is an online version of how we came across you. Brad was uh, uh, presenting up a storm at the Aussie Business Council. A bunch yeah. of our guys were over there as well because we work with them. And, and uh, yeah. actually, I see on the desk uh, uh, just there, I love anything with cardinal and with sin in it. <laughs> Brad, tell us about that book. Yeah, so uh, the, the founder of our business, uh, a fellow by the name of Rob Goddard out of uh, the UK, uh, has written a book about uh, about his experience in selling businesses. Uh, Evolution's been in business for uh, over 10 years now and have sold uh, in excess of 350 businesses over the years. And, and so Rob has put together a book called The 11 Commandments and Seven Cardinal Sins of Selling a Business. And this is a book that we offer to, to any business owner uh, for free. It's, it, it gives you tips on, on how to sell your business, uh, and the pitfalls that you need to avoid in, in going through the process. And, and we give this information away for free because at the end of the day, we know that it takes on average 12 months and 1,500 hours of your time 
to sell a business. So wow. you're more than welcome to follow these uh, follow this advice and do it now yourself. Guys, my advice, don't spend the 1,500 hours yourself. Contact Brad. Hopefully there'll be a queue at Virtue Zone for his book. Let's start from there. Absolutely. Okay, big thanks to our guest, Brad McMeekin, is the director at Evolution CBS. Thank you for your tips. Thanks for having me. This is Dubai Eye 103.8.